0: On today's show, we're going to talk about application knowledge for comfort advice. Welcome to Cracking the Code, the show that helps you overcome the challenges you face every day in contracting and keeps you on the cutting edge of emerging trends and best practices. Now, before we get started with today's show, I want to share an awesome video with you regarding our LEED 2020 virtual conference coming up at the end of September. You know, September is always a great time to refocus, and this conference will give you the tools and the motivation to do just that. Make sure you get signed up today at lead2020event.com. While well, you should always go back and revisit decisions, You also can't be afraid to move forward. All great, sustainable organizations have a culture of passion, meaning, and purpose.
1: What helps elevate us to inspire others to be at their very best? People do not leave jobs, they leave leaders. He told the guy,
0: he said, when you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, then you'll be successful. You know, we talk a lot about the sales process in this show and how to build a relationship, investigate the problem, solving the problem, and bringing the call to a conclusion. But what about general HVAC knowledge as a comfort advisor? We need to make sure our salespeople have the basic and advanced knowledge of what's going to be installed. It can raise your level of professionalism and make sure that your comfort advisors are ready for any questions that might come from the homeowner. Let's go to Gary Ellicks now and dive into this
1: topic right now. Hi, welcome back to EGI, Contractor University. I'm Gary Ellix, and today we're going to talk about the retail sales process. And we're going to deal with application, and that really means the preparation that a comfort advisor or somebody that's going to be doing in-home retail sales for your company needs to understand before they actually go in and actually execute sales process. So it's one thing for me to go in and sell somebody uh, a new air conditioner a new split system, a heat pump, a uh, mini-split, VRF, whatever the technology is. Uh, Certainly, I can sell them those types of product and services, but the concern is we've got an installation group, uh, we've got a company production side, uh, we've got construction application issues, and one of the challenges that we have is the transfer of knowledge of the great business minds that you have as an entrepreneur. You were probably a great technician or a great installer uh, or somebody that had that experience, uh, maybe even an engineer, and you came into the sales process and you saw and you dealt with the issues as well as learning the sales process Uh, and so you were able to transact and sort of deal with the issues based on the idea of application you know is that a horizontal in the attic is that something that's in the basement Uh, what kinda configuration are we gonna use with the a coil et cetera et cetera Uh, so there's a multitude of issues that we need to deal with with comfort consultants or comfort advisors before we send them out into the world. So this video is about understanding the application requirements. Uh, It doesn't have anything to do really with the idea of connecting with a client, uh, although it does have the idea of saying, uh, application, credibility, pricing, and the knowledge and awareness about seeing exceptions that we face on a day-to-day basis in retail sales is something that's important to recognize that a comfort uh, advisor or a comfort consultant needs to know about. So I'm gonna take you into the whiteboard learning lab. We're gonna go through some dialogue uh, on those types of items. Then we'll come back into this discussion and I'll show you some documentation uh, that's both on the EGIA Contractor University Best Practices website. Uh, I took the liberty of uh, writing an applications manual for laymen, uh, meaning you know, people that we were hiring you know, that came from a different industry that didn't know heating, air conditioning, plumbing. Uh, they weren't geeks like us. Uh, so that we could say this is what a BTU is, and this is what a furnace is, and this is what a heat pump is, and this is what you know an application looks like. This is a horizontal application. When we refer to horizontal, this is what it means: side discharge left to right, side discharge right to left. Um, you know, where are we going to put the coil? Where are we going to put you know the equipment side? How are we going to deal with duct uh, airflow? All those types of things. So that application material is something that's embedded in the retail sales process. And it's something that we use as a training platform before we put somebody in the field uh, full-time where they recognize what's going on. Now, important to note, they're still going to make a lot of mistakes, but the idea that we have a training system in place that allows you as an owner to transition somebody into a retail comfort advisor position. Uh, So this is not a technician selling position because they're probably already, they are experienced in the application side of things. Although there are airflow issues and there are issues with, uh, air exchange, uh, duck systems, uh, we'll deal with uh, you know, things like VRF and VRV. Uh, not all technicians necessarily know those things. So there are some application training areas that your technicians might benefit from as well. But this is specific to an in-home comfort consultant where we're literally training somebody who doesn't understand anything about the trade and we're bringing them in as a great salesperson but we need to train them on the application side. So it's a combination of things. We gotta have great sales process which we're gonna deal with in later videos we also have to have a great application process. Both of those are a work in progress. So let's go to the whiteboard. All right, welcome back to the whiteboard laboratory. So the first issue is sort of knowing how the sales process works from a technical point of view, application, uh, versus the idea of, you know, can I understand the process of sales? So on the left-hand side of the whiteboard here is this. This is the seven skill sets that we want all of our salespeople to have and possess. So this is sales process, and we need to deal with sales process. We have to be very good at propriety, the professionalism. You know, do we look the part? Are we confident? You know, do we have uh, the right kind of presentation system? Are we, you know, uh, connecting? Are we able to make people feel comfortable with us? Are we able to inspire people that we actually have a plan? Are we encouraging? So social skills. The idea of process down here with asking questions so we'll deal with some of those things in later videos today's discussion is much less about this not that this isn't important because it is obviously we have to be great at this What we're really talking about today is this the application side of things so there are six comfort components in application now you could argue that in today's environment maybe we could break that down further but for basic, simplistic discussion points, you know, the idea that temperature control, what we would call even temperature, is something that is part of the lexicon of you know, training somebody, even temperature. So 73 degrees downstairs, 73 degrees upstairs is almost a mystical thing inside of the new construction world. The idea that a home would be properly cooling or heating based on the idea that we had multiple floors, you know, and in, in basically what would be considered different zones, um, the idea that you could do that. Well, you can, and you certainly have the capability to do that, it really comes down to does the homeowner want to spend the money on the budget, and do we want to spend the labor time on contracting to be able to fix and remediate those problems? Now, you're gonna run into certain situations where the construction is not gonna be very easy to deal with, meaning that, Older homes that are built back in the 50s, maybe even before that, uh, you talk about the Northeast, where we have boilers, wet heat, a combination of different variables that are affecting the construction versus modern construction. It presents issues whether or not we wanna deal with digging into a plaster wall and whether that company uh, wants to spend the labor, and it is gonna be a high labor event, and then the homeowner has to spend the money to deal with that as well. Or do we go with an option such as like a VRF technology or VRV uh, or mini splits or some other type of approach where we can absolutely solve the problem, but it isn't necessarily the same way we would have looked at it 20 years ago. So even temperature is something that is one of the very first comfort components. We need to understand that we can absolutely condition the air and have it even if we want to. It becomes a question of money, budget, time, labor. Second area is controls. Um, The ability to have the right kind of controls, that can include zoning. Uh, Today, uh, we have uh, the ability to have smart home technology. I can tie all my apparatus and devices together. Uh, Essentially, we have many different capabilities today than we did when I first started in the business in 83. So, the control side of things are very interesting and something that, again, it comes down to money. comes down to homeowner's interest, budget. So when you start talking about what does the customer want over here on the questioning process, hey, I might want to drive a Ferrari or I might want to drive a Yugo, it doesn't matter. The question becomes what kind of controls does the comfort consultant understand? What does the company market? How do we approach the idea of dealing with the idea that we have various types of controls? A good example is uh, in my current house, I'm remodeling, I'm putting in a 12 zone VRF type technology and it's going to have room-by-room room temperature control and room-by-room room independent controls. And since it's a heat pump, it will have a three-pipe system. Again, back to the discussion of controls, I can run heating in one zone and cooling in another zone while the, on the same system because it's the three-pipe system. So the application side of the controls has changed dramatically. Uh, Twenty years ago, we wouldn't really have thought about putting that type of a system in a residential home. You might see it in a commercial building. You certainly saw it in Europe, in Japan, in Asia, in different areas where the VRF and the VRV technologies were really um, shepherded, so to speak. And so that set of controls is something that we need to train our comfort consultants on so they understand that. Then there's the airflow side. So airflow is important because the way the air is balanced in the system, just having the comfort advisor and the comfort consultant realize that supply and return need to balance, and that you know, the way air moves down a duct system has a very specific type of a, an approach, so the design of the duct system is important. If the duct system isn't designed properly, let's say it's a new construction home, and uh, the builder didn't want to pay the contractor to do it the way the contractor probably wanted to do it, uh, so because it was based on the budget being the driver, they put in flex duct, and they didn't really design the system the way maybe it should be, we might not be getting the proper balance of air out of a particular room. We might have one central return air in a hallway, which means all the other rooms aren't really getting the proper supply because there isn't any return air being taken out. So air in versus air out. It's the old adage where you go like this to the homeowner and you say, if you can't put the air in because there's no air coming out, you blow into that. I mean, there's, the static pressure is too great. That's the issue of setting up proper airflow. So, this really gets down to, again, labor, understanding the need to price, look at it and say, yeah, we can fix and remediate if that upstairs isn't cooling or heating properly for you. We can make the temperature even, but it's going to require a different approach to the way we might modify the airflow in the duct systems. That is a very specific technical and application issue. So if you send a comfort advisor out, and we just sell an air conditioner because we're really effective at social skills, and we don't really know what's going on. And by the way, this is a key issue with tech selling as well. We can put a really great machine and a really great company brand experience in a very bad airflow situation. And so we've solved the BTU problem, but we haven't solved the temperature problem nor have we solved the balance problem in terms of the uh, is the cu- uh, customer happy uh, because the upstairs still might not heat and cool properly so you put this brand new machine and it's been all this money and I feel like I didn't get something that I was interested in maybe because we didn't ask the right questions in terms of the application side so the sales process has application issues to deal with the questioning technique here and it's very important that we don't experience selling people's stuff that's good for us, but then it doesn't solve the actual home comfort issues. So that's why we're talking about this. This is, this is high labor. So when you start modifying people's duct systems, you may have to be in places, attics, crawl spaces, basements, conditions that are going to be very slow, very hot, very challenging for the people that are going to be doing the install work. And that's a pricing consideration as well. So, obviously, we're not talking about pricing when we're talking about sales process. We're talking about the idea that there is cost associated with the application. That's something that the comfort consultant or the comfort advisor and the company would necessarily have to deal with up front. We need to educate our comfort consultants to understand duct systems, airflow, balancing, and then air exchange. This is another component of airflow. Air exchange is dealing with the principle that because we're building uh, homes with much tighter envelopes, you know, Tyvek wraps and just the way we're insulating and just the entire foam insulation process, basically if you go into a new construction home, the code, you can tighten that home down so there really isn't a lot of air flow in or out. The infiltration is what we call that is not really happening to the same degree that it happened back you know, when we were building homes in the 40s, 50s, and 60s when air was sort of leaking in and out and so air exchange occurred, and what happens is that's what creates potential poor indoor air quality. Uh, the paint, you know, if you're looking at the paint or the volatile organic compounds that come, you can paint this whiteboard now. Well, it's very toxic, so there's a lot of off-gassing that occurs. So we have particulate matter, we have volatile organic compounds, and we have you know all kinds of organic type of issues going on. There's a big time indoor air quality question that raises because we don't have the air exchange, so bringing in outside air and then exchanging that air out is something that we do with tighter building envelopes today, both commercially and residential, and there's obviously ASHRAE codes and very specific codes on how we're going to do that. But if the comfort advisor doesn't understand that, and we don't ha- you know, ask those questions, then we're not doing our job in the sales process correctly if we're not marrying these two together. So the point of this video is, is I want the comfort consultant to understand the technical side. Over time, we're gonna train a brand new person, but they're gonna get better and better and better at the questioning process here so that we are identifying the issues for the homeowners. It becomes a pricing question. The homeowner makes the option decision. We don't make the decision for the client. But not, but understanding how to make sure that the client is aware of what the conditions are, we can solve that problem. It actually separates us from the average contractor who may not be an EGIE contract university member, who may not care about doing the training and may not understand the nature of how to make that transition between, I'm the owner and I know what I know, and then I have somebody else doing it and they don't know these things. So what we wanna do is we wanna understand duct systems airflow sizing application load calculations all those types of things so down here we're talking about construction basically down here in this plum or purple area doing the load calc is something that we're going to absolutely want to do 100% of the time so that's always the question i get in the sales training that i do is well do you spend the time to do that in your sales presentation and the answer is yeah we don't want to put a good mechanical system together and put it in a bad Uh, environment where we don't have proper airflow all we're doing is we're gonna solve the BTU problem but we're not solving the even temperature problem we're not solving the balancing of air we're not creating a comfort you know uh, conditioning environment for the homeowner to be happy and we're gonna guarantee that stuff so if you're gonna guarantee it it's incumbent upon you to make sure that you design it properly from an airflow point of view so that's an awareness and an understanding of how to do duct design but it's also an understanding of how many CFM go into a room how many CFM need to go into a particular space, high bay, windows, sun exposure, you know, where the house orientation sits, air infiltration or not. All of those conditions start setting up the questions that a comfort consultant or somebody that's professionally selling in this particular space needs to understand. And that marries itself to codes and permits as well, making sure that you're following the basic local codes and permitting process there. So fourth comfort component, humidity control, dehumidification. So the ability to understand, if, my, if I put a high efficiency system in, and, uh, and I've got you know latent and sensible cooling going on, and I'm not careful about how my airflow is set up across the coil, I can create some serious problems in terms of moisture in the air and way too much humidity. Uh, so when I bought my property down in Cayman, um, they had a uh, two-stage Linux 21 seer system in, uh, high-efficiency variable-speed air handling system in there, and they had the fan set on high, and it was just absolutely throwing way too much air. There was a, a, a clamminess, a humidity. You looked at the humidity control, and it was above 50 percent, and you could begin to see that they were going to have problems. So, you know, I dropped the fan speeds down and set the controls differently and what happened is instantly the humidity control began to you know basically manage itself so even on an outdoor day where the humidity is 85 percent indoor my humidity is around 30 percent which is where I like to keep it so I can take the temperature of about 75 degrees inside at 30 percent humidity and it feels actually pretty cool in that place Uh, so versus if you had uh, 72 degrees temperature at 50 or 55% humidity, it wouldn't feel as cool and it would actually be cold and clammy and you would start having bacteria and all kinds of algae growth and all kinds of indoor air quality issues, uh, even just stuff that can be very serious to your health. So humidity control or dehumidification is an important factor to train the comfort consultants on because when we start looking again at the construction side of things, these areas of discussion influence how we solve this problem which also influences how we ask questions. So this sounds complicated. It's like, oh my gosh, why would I hire somebody outside the industry who didn't know this stuff? Well, the answer is, because they're able to sell, we can train them on this. And so if they know this, they may not be able to sell. There's plenty of people that are engineers that don't have good social skills. They're fantastic at their ability to be aware of this, but they're not able to connect with people in a way that makes them trust, so they can't actually make the sales process occur. As always, awesome
0: content from the master there, Mr. Gary Ellix. And there's plenty more from him on Comfort Advisor sales, such as guarantees for the sales process, the power of financing in the sales process, and compensation systems, as well as much, much more. So if you're not a member, click Join at the top of this page to get a free 30-day trial. You'll get access to all of Gary's other videos, along with full online courses and tons of other resources. Folks, that's it for this week. We'll see you soon. Until then, bye-bye for now.